What time is it? Girl, Girl time. time. But also maybe 5 a.m. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Why do they have to record early morning podcasts so early in the morning? <laughs> um, it's 7 p.m. for us. I can't <laughs> even make that joke. Anyway, welcome to From Rushers with Love. My name's Maggie. I'm Haley. I'm Ashton. And we are talking about the Big Time Rush episode, Big Time Live. We are into season two now, episode four. We're still in, what, October 2011? Definitely October. (laughs) This episode was directed by Mort Nathan and written by Mark Fellows and Keith Wagner. Is Mark related to... Is Mark related to... (laughs) (laughs) Brothers, actually. (gasps) That's so funny. It's just like, get your brother to write an episode of Big Time Rush. Yeah. I would do that if I were Scott Fellows. I mean... I'd let my brother write one. He did a good job. Yeah, this one's fun. Yeah. This one's so, like, um, streamlined and cohesive. It has yeah. two settings. <laughs> I know. It's only, like, A plot and B plot, and then, like, a small C plot that's wrapped into A plot. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, the premise of this one is that they have, they're on a morning show very early in the morning, so... Um, which I think is a fun, another fun premise, um, kind of harkening back to Welcome Back Big Time when we saw them performing at like county fairs and malls and now they're doing morning shows, which is something they've been doing for a while. I don't know if all bands do that. I've always have been aware of Big Time Rush showing up. Like they did one last week for their album release. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who else does morning shows. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Niall Horan. Or either Niall Horn or Ed Sheeran was going to be on Good Morning America after them, like, the next week or whatever. Wild. So, yeah. Uh, so they get to the studio, and Kendall says, why do they have to shoot early morning shows so early in the morning? Uh, which will be important later. It's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, I just, I know why it'll be important, and I don't want you to say it, but it's fine. Yeah, there's a whole gag where Mrs. Knight is asleep because she didn't get her full eight hours yet. So she's like sleeping on the green room couch and they can't wake her up because it's it's vague, but bad things would happen. She'll become um, violent, they imply. Yeah. <laughs> she does make bear noises. Which yeah. is fun. <laughs> yeah. And then Katie, meanwhile, is playing a video game on her nintendo ds question mark what a time yes um so that's kind of like the c plot that's like mixed into the to the boys shenanigans on set yeah i i don't think castle bashers specifically ever comes up again but katie and her ds are inseparable and it's uh i get it yeah her uh i think castle bashers must be based on there's a ds yeah, there's a DS game from 2008 called Castle Crashers, so I have to assume it's, like, a gag on that, but I've never played it. Is there a She-Beast? Cannot confirm. Is there a He-Beast? Uh, so they, they're they gonna be on, um, after this 
guy, Miles Bainbridge. He's very fun. I've always enjoyed his performance. He's sort of like a, he's got like a benevolent Griffin sort of energy. (laughs) You may have recognized him. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, The actor is Robert Curtis Brown, and um, Robert Curtis Brown played Vance Evans in High School Musical. Two. Sorry. Oh. He was also um, in two episodes of Barry, which Ashton and I just watched like last week, and I don't remember him being there. So is he, that's rough. Is he there yet? <laughs> yeah, he was on episodes three and four of season one. He was a guy named Mike Hallman. I do not remember who we, that guy is. What I, were we doing? I was drunk. There's so many guys in that <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. He was also in one episode of Factor Fiction, which I think is fun. Ooh. Oh, he was also on one episode of Star Trek Voyager and one episode of Deep Space Nine, so maybe that's where he got the Jonathan Frakes connection for nice. Factor Fiction. Love that. He was also a priest in one episode of Supernatural, which of is course. Fun, I guess. I feel Why like it's, it's hard to find people who weren't in Supernatural at this point. Yeah, Supernatural <laughs> is like jury duty. <laughs> uh, so that made me happy. Um, they get to the green room and there's like breakfast food everywhere and they all just uh, descend upon this table. Again, relatable. Kendall grabs, he just picks up a like entire pitcher of orange juice and I said me out loud to an empty room. It's foreshadowing. The one that kills me is that James is just holding what looks like a jar of frosted mini wheats. It's like a <laughs> glass jar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I wasn't paying super close attention, and my head said, "Oh, that's a jar of wine corks," um, and I <laughs> did not question it until this moment. But yeah, that makes way more sense, actually. Still a wild thing to put in a glass jar. Oh but... yeah. Um, but Ed Begley Junior's here again. <laughs> I forgot he was in this one. Um, so if we have any Ed Begley Junior fun facts from last time, they did all get cut. So. <laughs> I don't okay. remember well, any of that. <laughs> I know he was an actor, environmentalist guy, yes, and that's I think truth he had fiction. a carbon footprint competition with Bill Nye at one point. That's yes. all I remember. But he just like shows up and stuff as himself, and he seems fun. Yes, he also uh, doesn't have big time rush on his IMDb page, which I respect, <laughs> even though he's been in it. At least two times. I can't remember if there's a third. I feel like he must come back. Um, one thing that he played a character in and not himself was Better Call Saul. <laughs> Which I know because Peter was watching this episode with me and he goes, who's that guy? That guy looks familiar. Uh, he's here in this show uh, to promote his new line of environmentally friendly various objects. Yeah. Um, a lot producer, of different things. The producer won't let him say. She's like, keep it fresh for the show, Ed. And then he looks so sad that he can't tell them about his stuff. Also, his his logo and brand name, it's, it, it's Begley's Own is the brand name. And the logo kind of looks like the Newman's Own like salad dressing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Should we oh, say I- other things that he was actually in? I don't think it matters. I, feel like I mean, should... I think if people he's like a, an important he's he's a significant like celebrity to a point, right? Like I think people should probably have heard of him. I don't know. Make sure you check out Ed Begley Jr.'s IMDb page 
for all of his <laughs> non big time rush credits. Yeah, he was We've he's been in due a diligence. lot of things. Sorry, I just feel bad saying better call Saul and not like Batman. <laughs> um there's a bunch of photos on the wall in the green room which I was like, oh that could be like a fun easter egg who are they? But it's just like the hosts of like the <laughs> Uh, news show, so like Miles Bainbridge and I forgot everyone else's name. Chef uh, Hollandaise. I remember him. Yes. I, I originally wrote down Chef Boulion and that was wrong. Um, <laughs> Close enough. I like Hollandaise better. Um, but this is unfortunately where they're informed that the show is running long, so a big time rush is cut and they get kicked out, um, which causes Logan to like spit out an entire bagel. And James, like, turns into a block of ice, I guess. <laughs> because being on a morning show is on his his uh, list of things to do before he dies. Before he's 20. Before he's 20, sorry. Mm-hmm. How old was the actor at this point? Was he 20 right? yet? He was Probably. either 19. He was 20 when it aired. He might have been 19 still during filming. I couldn't find out when that okay. was. Yeah. Uh, but he has a list of things to do before he's 20, and being on live TV is number seven. And then, for some reason, Logan's like, you don't have a list. That's not how he <laughs> says it, but he, he doubts the existence of the list. Uh, so James busts out a physical copy, and then Logan dramatically rolls his eyes. <laughs> They're having this conversation in the hallway right outside the green room, and I was like, oh, there's some more photos on the wall here. Maybe those are more interesting. It's exactly the same exact photos from the green room, so I guess they just kind of moved those over. That's fun. Um, So the producer's like, get out of here, you're cut, and Carlos is like, but you just said you were so excited to have us, and his voice cracks on the word have. Which is very sad and cute. And then the producer's like, I'm a producer, I lie. She has a name, but I don't remember what it was. I just keep calling her the producer. I think producer it was Jane Kennedy. In my notes. At one point, um, she says something about not wanting, like, they don't need a stupid band or something. And then Logan says, um, a vocal group is a term that could also be used. But at first I thought he said focal group, like focus group. Incredible. Um, but wrong. So I was like, oh, is he suggesting they could just, like, pretend they're a focus group for something so they could be on the news? And I was really entertained by that before I realized that's not what he said. No, so. he's just being <laughs> Missed opportunities. He did not get up at 5 a.m. to be treated like this. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's two really so good you, voice yeah. cracks in here. <laughs> uh, Gustavo and Kelly are supposed to be there, but they're late. They're at Rock Records, and they're so late. And Gustavo is a really important question to ask all of us. He says, "Why do they have to shoot early morning shows so early in the morning?" Ha 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 ha! I'm. Kendall Rock. Don't I just it's so no, it's no, so disrespectful and rude to Mama Knight. Because again, <laughs> what like the Gustavo we see in the show is a Gustavo who has gone through some huge character growth and development. I guess. I mean it it could be some like meta metaphysical thing. I that's all I have to say on the subject. I'll come back to this later. <laughs> Maybe not. We will. I, I don't want to, but I can't stop you. Griffin's here. 
Griffin's here. Gustavo's having another Griffin mare. It's like a nightmare Um, about Griffin. um, And Griffin responds with, I'm no dream. (laughs) Which is true. I'm no dream, Gustavo. (laughs) Is this where Gustavo reaches up and like smushes around his face? Yeah. Mm That's fun. But I, I just, Griffin had some real good lines in this one, I will say. Just with, yeah, like, devoid of context. <laughs> uh, but he's there for their corporate evaluation, and they passed the first test, which is that employees should be at work by 5 a.m. So. Which I doubt happens any other day. No. They're in the music industry. Yeah. Griffin says that he runs a $90 billion company. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a lot of money, right? Yeah. Like, okay. It's kind of scary. It's they have fine. A well, they do a lot power of lab. He says. Yeah. Yeah. And a well, fish stick I, division. My headcanon <laughs> is that those are directly related. <laughs> well, they also have so, a nuclear missile. They sell yeah, nuclear I don't, missiles. I, we know I that. Find it, I'm really skeptical um, that EBJ would align or like affiliate himself with them. If these are their antics. I mean, how many celebrities do audiobooks for Audible or That's Amazon, true, right? Yeah. Like, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism or whatever. Um, yeah, Griffin was like, so if Big Time Rush doesn't do well, then, like, I'm you're being shut down. So is Big Time Rush, like, their only project? Like, is anything else happening at Rock Records? I don't think so, because... Them, like, Occasionally renting out recording space, like uh, for Death Smash. Yeah, I think that I think that um, Big Time Rush is the only thing that is keeping <laughs> them going. Oh, Dear it's Lord. so sad. Griffin should shut it down at that yeah. point. It's an entire like record company, right? It's an entire record. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of pressure. Yeah. So uh, Kelly has like a big binder of information that Griffin needs. Um, She hands it to him. He hands it to Abdul. And Abdul puts it in a garbage can. Because it's not relevant. Because they have to do they have to do Griffin's like super special testing which he admits that he makes up along the way. Yeah it's just a power trip. Yeah. Like a literal nightmare working condition. It's awful. He, he is no dream. <laughs> so true. He Kelly like takes out her phone to call the boys to say they'll be late and he just Griffin takes her phone and asks her to give him a haircut. <laughs> like that's what we're doing here. That's the kind yep. of at any point in this episode, do the boys ever like wonder out loud where? No, they don't Griffin, question it. Or not Griffin. Where Gustavo, uh, Gustavo is. Gustavo and Kelly. Yeah, no, they don't yeah it just does them. not occur to them. <laughs> They're a little distracted, I guess. Yeah, they yeah, get a lot going on. They got up pretty Honestly, early. They probably um, appreciate that they can just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so. Anyway. Logan does a bunch of math off screen and he comes up with a way to shorten all of the other segments so they can have four free minutes to play till I forget about you, 
which is only 357, but I guess they, they have need to an introduction. Introduce it. Uh, so he gives it to her, and she's like, This is good. This works. I think I owe you guys an apology. Um, and then there's an instrumental of Till I Forget About You scoring this triumphant moment because it's a sad song and it's not actually a triumphant moment. She, like, um, <laughs> she pulls a bait and switch and she takes them to a special waiting room, which is just an exit door to an alley with tumbleweeds in it. They eagerly I, run the through. The tumbleweed gag gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> They eagerly run through the door, just like they eagerly ran into the party fun box, just like they eagerly ran into the shipping crate at the end of the last season. They're they just so stupid. <laughs> like, at some point, this has to stop working, right? No. <laughs> Kendall says, of course you realize this means this war. This means war. That was a really good sink. <laughs> I tried really hard. Yeah. Yeah, so there's some Ken- Kendall is in rare form this episode. <laughs> it's five the in the morning. He, says, he he's he's like thriving though. <laughs> like yeah. very I of think of course he realized. He also did not get his full eight hours and it shows in a very different way than his mother's. <laughs> All of them are so on the same page except for like a couple little moments with James and Logan. Mm-hmm. Well, well, and a little. I mean, Logan you, also Logan and has problems with yeah, like Kendall's bad operation needs. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Logan is like, Logan's the one who truly didn't get He's enough just sleep. Being Logan, yeah, that's how he always is. That's true. Yeah. Let's be real. Uh, so Kelly gives Griffin a really good haircut, but Gustavo messes up Griffin's assistant's hair so badly that she runs screaming from the premises. And he's never seen again. Yeah, I don't. Um, I hope she's okay. She's probably fine. She probably just went to another hairdresser and, like, quit her job and got a better one. <laughs> Good for um, her. But Abdul was safe from the haircuts because he's bald. King. Yes. I, I do like when he's free. <laughs> so they get a D in haircuts, which means they now have a B minus and they need an A or he will have them evicted. To make room well, for guys who made castle bashers. Yes, and he'll send Ooh. them to a warehouse, and Abdul pulls up a picture of the warehouse on his iPad, but then they also animated some flies over the picture of the warehouse on the iPad and put in yeah. some buzzing noises. So I like that they went the extra mile. Because it's in yeah, Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> um, and they, sl- I, I they slandered it so hard. It's not. It's kind of right. near the worldwide airport. I looked it up. Airport. It looks like, it looks like a beautiful place. There's some well, really nice mountain views. It's, but it's I've by an airport, it. right? And yeah. it's a warehouse, and it's in the warehouse district. Yeah, I mean it's not ideal, but it's only an hour out of LA. Yeah, why not? Uh, anyway, the Castle Bashers guys come in. They're wearing VR headsets, and I thought one of them was Ben Platt. And I was so scared. I was like, no, not a Ben Platt jump scare. Uh, but it's not for any of, uh, any of you who watch and think it's Ben Platt. It's not. Uh, yeah, those guys that are... The, the gamer actors haven't done anything of note, according to IMDb. So I moved on from them. Do we also move on from them in the show and go to the boys? 
Yeah, because now they're in stealth mode. <laughs> the boys are all wearing bandanas and sunglasses, and it means something. I was really, I couldn't see James's bandana at first because it's behind his bangs, and I was so upset about it. Yeah. But no, we need to theorize, though, because James has looked pretty normal in this episode. Is it because it's being split among all four of them? That was my theory as well. Okay, I'm glad they're all sharing the power. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what keeps them safe. That's That's the only way to channel them. Because you have to keep. Evil Mirror James separated. Or Bandana Man. You have to keep Bandana Man separated. Yes. Yeah. Carlos has his helmet. And. I appreciate. Yeah. The other thing was that they're all wearing sunglasses like the Good Luck Patrol. So maybe it's like. Like they had to. so much. The Good Luck is also helping to counteract. Yeah. So like they, they, they knew that they had to unleash Bandana Man. But there have been so many close calls in the past couple of years or how couple of seasons i think it's only been like a year or something i don't know if that long um but because there have been so many close calls they have to take as many precautions as possible if they're going to unleash this power that's my guess so are these like i'm not going to say the right word but like artifacts like they can like channel their power through them i think so and that's like carlos's helmet is one sunglasses can be them I don't think the tree hats are anything. <laughs> no, tree hats <laughs> they're can't not be powerful. No, um, but bandanas definitely mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, James's lucky comb, I think, is probably part of it. Yeah, it's probably a ward to keep away bandana man. Um, so I just I'm glad that we could talk about the bandanas and the sunglasses because those were very important to me. Anytime. Yes. So they use this power to. Hack into the teleprompter, and by hack in, I mean they plug an Ethernet cable in. It's not high tech um, by any stretch of the imagination. But they act um, like it is. Yeah, because they're 16 and they learned how to use an Ethernet cable. I mean, I get that. And it's 2010, 2011. Yeah. yeah it's Kendall pretty high tech. this Operation Cutout Time from AMLA so Big Time Rush can perform on live TV. And Logan criticizes it because it's a really long operation name. Um, Carlos suggests Operation Winter Blitz, which is uh, a good name. But I think it's fun. But um, it James is not winter, out, right? I was very surprised it was James who pointed it out and not Logan because I feel like James, he, I don't think he would. He usually doesn't care about the details. Fashion, they just is they couldn't. <laughs> I think I think he needs to know about the seasons for fashion. Yeah, like humidity for his hair. Yeah. I think they just didn't want to make Logan too annoying because he just, like, <laughs> criticized Kendall, and then they don't want him to also be criticizing Carlos. Yeah, I don't think fair. Logan and Carlos have any, like, beef in this one. No, maybe Which is nice. They're trying to mend fun. <gasps> they got the good luck control banana, or sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did it. Oh, love that for them. Does not happen enough. No. Um, Uh, And they do get the knockoff Mission Impossible music in this scene, which is always great. And they also do manage to cut off some time. Yes, because they do, um, they speed up the teleprompter. So we get Nightcore Miles Bainbridge. (laughs) Uh, I did Uh, like a cursory rewatch just now. I took notes a while ago, and so I was watching it at 1.5 speeds, so when they sped up <laughs> this guy, <laughs> he was nuts. Um, yeah. So they 
And they get him to say that Big Time Rush is the greatest band in the history of the world, which is not what I would say about my band. Uh, but it is something that's on James's list. So this is a loose list where he can just make things up and they're allowed to count for the list. Oh, see, I assumed that had been on his list for a long time. And then maybe they saw the list and were like, okay, well, we need to help James out. So that's why they put that on the teleprompter. Right, but like... Writing down words and making a guy say them doesn't make it true. You know, like, they did write down the words, Big Time Rush is the greatest band in the world, and then make the guy say it. I mean, maybe Miles Bainbridge is just so, like, legendary in <laughs> culture that it's like, well, whatever he <laughs> says is true. true. <laughs> oh, I think just James doesn't care. Yeah, I just, I I, just... I love the, the loose interpretations he takes with his list. <laughs> it's like genie rules. Um, so there are some fun things that are said in this very sped up uh, news. Yeah, he's like, the governor was, um, forgot what the governor did. He issued an apology to voters yesterday yes. following the recent discovery that he is, in fact, a terrible governor. And I was like, <laughs> who was, oh, it was Schwarzenegger. <gasps> oh no! Uh, there's a story about a kitty who got stuck on the Hollywood sign, uh, which is very sad, but I'm assuming my cat's fine. Yeah. Uh, there is also a, a, a lumberjack union that has come out against, and then I missed part of it, but I think that sentence ends with, needs to keep its mitts off my tree cutting money. <laughs> okay. Um, and then a, <laughs> a new study has come out from the Institute of Science that's awesome, finding that video games are, in fact, totally awesome. They're really pushing video... Is this... I forgot to look up when the Big Time Rush Nintendo DS commercial happened. Oh, no. Because this... <laughs> it feels like... I'm, I'm going to look this up while you keep reading. Cool. All eyes are in the City of Angels this week, as it's been selected as the final stop in the Queen of England's Rock the USA Mega Tour. And then I missed a few words, but... The sentence ends with electric jazz bass. So I don't no, know if the Queen of England. <laughs> there is no Queen think... of England. <laughs> well, this was 10 years um, ago. Did you just say 20 also... <laughs> What? Um, no, this I was thought... 10 years ago. Okay, I heard 20 for some reason. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I thought you were correcting me that it was 20 years ago and I got really scared. <laughs> The last piece of news is that um, someone was finally caught this morning in Las Feliz by an undercover cop with a lolly and an <gasps> oversized diaper. That's all I have to say. Molly? <gasps> oh, shit. I hope it was her. Uh, also newsworthy, Big Time Rush Backstage Pass didn't come out until 2012. Yeah, that tracks. So this had nothing to do with the, the DS collab. They just really like video games. <laughs> Uh, so they get caught by the producer, and Kendall's like, hey there, you, because he forgot her name, too. And she unplugs their laptop, and it just makes the teleprompter go back to normal speed. Don't think yeah, that's it's not how, how that, that would work. work. It's fine. Meanwhile, Mrs. Knight is asleep on top of Ed Begley Jr., and he's really uncomfortable, but Katie's like, don't, just, just don't, don't move her. Because he'll be in Absolutely. danger. 
After they tell the producer that they shaved a whole minute off the show, um, Carlos says de nada, which I think is cute because we don't get to hear him speak Spanish very much, but we got de nada, and he calls himself Chef Carlitos later, which is cute also. Yes, that is his nickname. They call him Carlos. All the guys call him Carlitos. Uh, so Rock Records gets a D for being too clean because rock and roll is supposed to be gritty and dirty. They should be so busy making Griffin money that they don't have time to shower. <laughs> and then Griffin, it's so gross. Griffin takes his white glove and rubs it against the gamer's face and says, "Look at these gamers. They're filthy." <laughs> yeah, it's the one this that looks like line. <laughs> it's the one that looks like Ben Platt, by the way. <laughs> Um, so, Griff Gustav was like, yeah, well, the Big Time Rush is going to be on the show, and they're going to make you even more money. And then he turns on the show right in time to see security chase them across the, like, traffic map green screen. The guy keeps trying to go on with the traffic report, and he says, on the 105, there are reports of a crash, and then the boys crash into <laughs> Yes. There's a um, lot of little, there's a lot of jokes in this episode that I never really appreciated before. Because yeah. I think a lot of it really gets overshadowed by, like, the sound effects. So I really have to concentrate to, like, take a step back and enjoy, like, some of the stuff they're doing here. Because it's genuinely very funny. Yeah, there's a lot of nice attention to detail. But it's just, there's so many sound effects happening at all times. It just, like, takes up half of my brain space. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Gustavo and Kelly are very distraught by that. They hate to see it. <laughs> the boys get cornered in that same alley, out uh, the, the special waiting room. And the producer authorizes the security guys to use force. Uh, when they realize that the door behind them is locked, Logan kind of puts his hands out like it's a presentation and says, It's locked! <laughs> and I do like that. Logan is so funny. It was a really good choice. Like, in-universe, Logan is so funny. Out-of-universe, Logan is pretty funny, too. I I mean, out-of-universe, Logan made that choice. That's true. Um, So, these guys are... by security guards was not on James's list of things to do before he's... He looked, though. He did look. Make sure. They have batons. Yeah. Yeah, That's really scary. I didn't (laughs) like that. Yeah. They're underage. I know. Yeah. I know. Peter's like, so what is their plan? Are they just going to beat them up? Like, yeah. 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 They're going to beat up the 16-year-old boys. Well, Kendall says, Logan, options now. And Logan's like, I don't know, screen. So they scream. But (laughs) they do have an option. It's uh, Katie coming in clutch with a taser. But they don't see Katie at first. They're just <laughs> screaming, and then they see these guys like freeze and like collapse, and they're like, "It worked," <laughs> which really killed me. <laughs> I was totally no, ready to Katie. buy it too. I was like, "Oh, they, yeah, they can do they that." They scream so loud that they short circuit it. <laughs> uh, and Katie's like, "I hate you guys. I was so close to being done with this castle bashers level." But alas. <laughs> She's the only reason they're alive <laughs> ever. Yeah. Logan's like, but seriously, where did she get that taser, man? And they're like, I don't know. 
They do all, because they have to run by her to get through the door, they all, like, like pat her on the head or give her a little hug or whatever. Like, they all show their appreciation, which I think is fun. But I think Kendall also calls her baby sister in that scene, which I... He calls her that a famously few baby. times. I, yeah. I just block it out. It's yeah. bad. It's too early for him to remember what her name is. <laughs> so, real quick... Rock Records interlude. Uh, they fail Griffin's secret test. <laughs> I do love the secret test. <laughs> they're like, what's, what's the secret test? And he's like, if I told you it wouldn't be a secret. And then... <laughs> Gust- the- Gustavo's also pretty... He's pretty nonchalantly like, well, the dogs are clearly going to get arrested and not perform, so... I don't think he's nonchalant when he yells, what do we do? But... They're just very accepting of the fact that these boys are going to jail. I mean, they've committed so many crimes at this point. Oh, I absolutely. <laughs> like, it's just a matter of time before they're imprisoned. Yeah. Uh, so the gamers are like, ha ha ha, we're gonna take your office. And Gustavo and Kelly are like, nuh-uh, in unison, which gets them an A for snappy comeback teamwork. <laughs> And then they gotta do the breakfast test. And they have aprons that say, let's do this. Uh, this and, episode uh, made me want breakfast food, like, a lot. There's a lot of breakfast food, yeah. I guess yeah. it is an early morning show, so I guess that tracks, but still. <laughs> so Back at the new studio, Ed Bagley Jr. is a little concerned because he says that he could have sworn he brought his solar-powered tasers... Mm. Do love that they uh, actually explain that instead of just Obsessed. leaving it. It's so funny. <laughs> I so, swear they solar power. Disguises. <laughs> <laughs> um, now it's time for Operation We Love Ed Bagley Jr., but we have to cut his segment short. Logan is dressed as a pharaoh. They're all in silly disguises. Yes. Um, and James slaps him because... Slapping a pharaoh is on his list. That's that's one of those really iconic lines that really persists through the years. That's so funny. It's nothing. It's his delivery. He Number delivered 11. it well. Yeah. Slap a pharaoh. Uh, Kendall is dressed as Abraham Lincoln, and I I believe he fought for this costume. He's like, yeah. I mm-hmm. I that's me. I get to be Abraham Lincoln. Because we don't. We don't go back on our promises. <laughs> it's so annoying. He's really trying not to be a liar, but he we is. Didn't, he didn't even do anything. We're just, like, assuming this is what <laughs> happened. <laughs> I know James was a fisherman. I can't yes. remember Carlos's outfit. He's Carlos just had like a, a few cop. things going on. He has, like, a handlebar mustache. They, uh, they prepare for shenanigans. Uh, EBJ Bigley Jr. has uh, EDJ. That's a okay. EBJ that's... is sorry. He's presenting his wind-powered spinning tie rack, uh, which James then fishes out of the studio. He just I don't know. He gets it with the fishing pole. It's very impressive. Yeah, I'm assuming that's One like shot. a Minnesota trick. Oh, <laughs> true. Yeah, they're outdoorsy, aren't they? I have I just, to assume. I feel like it would elongate. The segment is the thing. Miles Bainbridge is really good at moving on. Yeah. So they just, they trusted him. They knew he could do it. 
Uh, so yeah, Logan drank the soy mulch energy drink they were supposed to talk about. Which sounds terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to drink mulch. The last one is my, my favorite one. <laughs> Which Logan should have been the one to mess with, but it's fine. I know. Like, they really should have, they should have swapped Logan and Carlos. Yeah, in my so opinion. They're... Continuing, continuing the toast motif. <laughs> Thank you, Nickelodeon. <laughs> the pedal-powered toaster. The faster you pedal, the faster you toast. Is this an episode this season without toast? toast? The underlying theme of this episode is like, how many? What's the best way to make toast? Yeah, it's like because we a, found out that watermelon is not a good way. Yeah, toast on a rope. Probably isn't a good way. <laughs> we don't really get follow up on that one. No. Uh, so there's so many more toasts. He pedals the pedal powered toaster too fast, and then the bike component uh, breaks free, and he crashes into the Hollywood Minute set, which is another segment. But it's also the name of the sketch where um, from '90s SNL where David Spade would just like get up and dunk on people. Nice. Miles Bainbridge is like, well, the Hollywood section is gone. No, Kendall said that, actually. Ken- yeah. I wish I Miles said it, but unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Kendall is funny sometimes. Miles can't yeah. say anything if there's not words in front of him. Yeah. True. Uh, so Kendall is really annoying. He goes up to the producer in his like stupid Abraham Lincoln costume, and he's like, As- so, with uh, we shortened all the things, um, and she gets... Very upset. She vows to destroy Big Time Rush. She gets cartoon supervillain so fast. Yeah. And like, and it's Nickelodeon. It's gonna happen, but she's definitely up there. Kind of giving Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford, like, that level. It's, it's also, like, she could have just taken their suggestions... Or even pretended to take their suggestions and then said, oh, sorry, not enough time, and then moved on. Like, she really could have avoided them. Yeah, she really hates their vibes. Yeah. So much. (laughs) I feel like this happens to them a lot. Yeah. Their vibes are just so bad that people (laughs) try to, like, destroy them. Yeah, well. I feel like on some level we have also taken... The vow to destroy Big Time <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so they, Griffin, or uh, Gustavo and Kelly make this very awesome breakfast spread for Griffin. It's better than the one in the green room mm-hmm. at the actual professional morning show. Um, but Griffin's like, no, it's too expensive. You spent too much money. I wanted pedal powered toast. Which is so fun. It's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> and then he does a spontaneous trust fall, and obviously no one catches him. So he like get another D. I don't know why he's not giving them Fs. Well, I mean, they. I think like there has to be a way for them to come back from it. If there's an F, they have no hope. And they did make a lot of breakfast. Yeah. So there probably was toast in there somewhere. Just not, like, the right toast. I wonder if there was a point where he tried to give them an F, and Abdul was like, I actually don't have a picture for that on my iPad, and he had to just go with it. I think for, we forgot to mention it, but at, back at the news studio, um, Katie has 
diverted all of the security on the news lot. That's actually uh, just about to happen. So we're perfectly oh, really? on time. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, no, you're bad. Um, you're transitioning. <laughs> Uh, she yeah, steals... they, she's described as a tiny suspect in a vaguely nitrogen-powered scooter. It's it's very yeah. much a golf cart. I thought it's he said scooter around. Powered... Scooter around? Is that a word? It's what UBJ wanted to call it. Yeah. Okay. So, 417. It's a, it's a 417 in progress. They have a code for this. And 417 <laughs> means tiny suspect in a Begley Jr. nitrogen-powered scooter around. And she is still playing her DS while she drives. Which is horrifying. Well, first we have to do the Chef Hollandaise segment. Yes. Kendall saws a hole in the floor underneath a guy. Like Looney Tunes. Yeah. (laughs) Using an Ed Bagley Jr. saw. Yeah. (laughs) Regular hand saws are so bad for the environment but these <laughs> are okay he's doing it kendall says out loud sorry chef but we have to <laughs> cut this segment short <laughs> i'm like he's just he's on another level <laughs> yeah. this morning um, yeah. so the big time rush murder count ticks up no because well, no, be... after he falls to the floor he, they all say he'll be he'll fine. be fine yes let's yeah. believe the boys when they say anything well, they must do. be doctors, so yeah. <laughs> oh, I no, they killed that guy. Uh. <laughs> so Carlos like climbs up there. Never seen the gun, do we? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but so before they killed him, he was uh, showing the good people of Los Angeles, California, how to make um, a really complicated beef dish, and then and gonna take a long time to cook and then carlos pops up through the hole that they just sawed and he's like that takes forever we're gonna make fish sticks because remember who has a line of fish sticks yeah yeah this this entire segment actually like this montage or whatever you're gonna call it actually stressed me out because they just kind of participate in insider trading (laughs) (laughs) i don't think they Knew they did for some of it, but they I think still Dallas did. Just likes fish sticks. No, no, they I know. Like did. they just they have no defense, and they're going away for a long time. Is what it comes down to. <laughs> so uh, Logan does a financial report. Uh, Kendall he saws his way back up through the floor <laughs> with the saw to get to the financial report. But his financial advice is to buy Ed Begley Junior. stock. Okay, yeah. That- <laughs> I mean, that was nice of them. It was. But also, he's gonna he's gonna get arrested for that, or something, uh, or investigated at least. I, think, uh, I don't even think they thought through it that much. I think they're like, oh, Ed's a nice guy. I feel bad for ruining his segment. No, exactly. They don't know what insider <laughs> they're just trading stupid. is. They can plead stupidity. <laughs> um, I, what That's I how they think don't is- go to jail, ever. They yeah. just play stupid. They're just the dumbest people alive. It's fine. Nice. Um, Kendall has cue cards for Logan's report, which I thought was cute. And James is like tossing props to him through the hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, and James then... very quickly gets over to the weather station to say, It's LA, it's sunny. 
You don't need weather. <laughs> um, he does get to check off being a weatherman on yeah. his list. And he does the little finger thing. With the guitar riff? Yeah. <laughs> on TV. Love yep. for him. Uh, producer's like, cut back to Miles, uh, but Miles is eating fish sticks with Carlos. And they do a little fish <laughs> stick toast. It also looks like... It looked like they were dipping them in... I don't remember what the product was. It was an Ed Bagley Jr. product, maybe like organic jam. Because that jar was open between them, so I think they were dipping the fish sticks in, which... That's was, funky. Interesting. That's yeah. Would that taste good? I don't eat seafood. No. Um. So she's freaking out, and then she calls for security. Kennedy calls for security. And then... We get a special report that every security guard on the lot is currently involved in a low-speed chase. And we go to live footage, and it's Katie leading all the security guards in a low-speed chase that reminds me of watching my dad watch old detective shows. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the producer straight up punches a guy with her walkie or her phone. I don't remember what it was, but she definitely hits a guy with it. Yes. And, and Katie, uh, is playing her DS while driving. So the, the tick, the, the (laughs) kill count keeps going up. But, uh, the boys antics earned, um, RCMCBT global net Sanyoid $3.9 million in (laughs) 1.9 minutes. See, like, um, that's going to be investigated, right? <laughs> that's a lot of money. Eh. I mean, they're, the company is worth $90 billion, apparently. I also enjoy it um, when all that chaos was happening. Um, Carlos starts getting chased by security again, and Miles Bainbridge is just, like, spinning around on his spinning <laughs> chair. Like, <laughs> Chef Carlos and three guys in yellow jackets because he doesn't have his cue card so he's just like going for it he's having a really good time as he should um how do we feel about griffin's pun the floundering fish stick division yeah it's nothing i mean he said a lot of good things this episode that wasn't one of them yeah it's very okay also um the video gamers are very excited because they just hacked Valerie Bertinelli's email. It's fucked up. Yeah. Can't believe Ben Platt did this. <laughs> um, if you don't know who she is... Um, yeah, I never heard of like, her, but she seems to be extremely famous, so I was like, oh, okay. Touched by an angel. She was married to Eddie Van Halen. Wild. Yeah. Her son's name is Wolfgang. Ooh. Uh, these are all things that they could have learned from her hacked email. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. It was weird. So Gustavo and Kali are like, can we keep can we keep this office? And Griffin's like, let's see how many people download the song after the performance. So it was definitely downloads and not CD sales? I guess. Yeah. Well, did their CD come out yet in the show well, universe? The first, yes. Yes, it did. Because okay. in the beginning, Kelly said they're going to sell a bunch of CDs. Right. Because I remember Big Time Demo. It's fine. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. 
Um, but I mean, I'm assuming like iTunes, like iTunes sales were a really big thing. Okay, so it was down in 2011. I I think so because I okay. have to assume in their universe as well, it's probably similar. Okay, because I was obsessed with the idea of people watching Good Morning America, seeing a band sing a song, and saying, "I gotta get out to the store now." <laughs> At five a.m. <laughs> Before the song's even done. In their defense, I think at that point it was past 6 a.m. 6.30 at the very earliest, because that's what time it was when uh, Carlos was running away. Ah, yes. Um, but the scary lady is going to tase some children she now. Goes yeah, insane. Yeah. And the, the tasers have, like, laser focus on them. Ed, my man, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but Katie runs her over with the scoot around i still have never like i googled it and it's a word but no i've never heard that word before in my life no i think that's just like his little his fun little name for it no i mean it's a thing but it's like they don't look like golf carts they look like mobility devices or like normally going around well that makes sense as to why ed begley jr would want to make it to better society as opposed to the tasers (laughs) Yeah. It just really doesn't track, man. Um, anywho, we don't have to worry about this insane woman using the taser on the children because Katie comes in and hits her with the scooter around. And therefore defeats the evil she-beast. And also says, oh no, was I gaming and driving again? Yeah. Like, again? Katie? Well, she was doing it before, and then she ran over someone, and then said, oh, I should stop, and then... Oh, I was worried that it was, like, a previous day, (laughs) like, another occurrence in a different vehicle. Oh, I hope not. She's canonically, like, 11 at this point, I think. Um, And then they perform Till I Forget About You, and it's intercut with clips of them on TV, but, like, good clips that didn't actually happen... Yeah, it was really cute, actually. Yeah, um, they have all their little segments, like Logan's financial report and James's weather and Chef Carlitos. Um, but they, like, all the lyrics to the song are, like, integrated in there. So instead of, like, the different stocks, it just has lyrics to the Till I Forget About You. Yeah, like, for during when you were breaking the news, it says breaking news, which was a really yeah. cute idea. And when he says it's over, um, the weather is overcast. <laughs> There's also a part where it says today's forecast loneliness in that case. <laughs> I also like when Carlos makes a cake that says till I forget about you on it. <laughs> yeah. And then Kendall has the cue cards with the lyrics on them. I like that he doesn't have to be on TV. He's just like, I just want to hang out and tell you guys what to say that's funny. Um, also, when they say jump up, fall down, um, it's Logan with the stocks going up and down. So good. Also, uh, Griffin has like a live map of the downloads and they spike during the bridge. Yeah. Spending money like it don't mean a thing at the financial desk. Ooh. Yeah, does mean like throw money in the air at that point? Where do yeah. you get that? That was. I don't think they just have money. It. No, that was from the downloads. Yeah, that's up. Yeah. It, yeah. Maybe he borrowed Thanks. it from Ed Begley Jr. for the bit, because he seems to be on board with whatever they're doing. I assume that guy's rolling. Bunch of people download it, so Griffin's happy, 
and Gustavo and Kelly get to stay in their building, and the gamers get virtual offices. Zoom! Um, one thing, another thing I thought was cute, I've been saying cute a lot this episode, but I, I stand by it. Um, when the credits start rolling on the news, you can see, like, a few of the first names. So, um, it says on AMLA, it was produced by Aaron Stoddinger, who is also a producer on Big Time Rush. Um, co-producer Sean Costinian, who, I, he seems to have done, like, other Nickelodeon stuff, so he was probably a co-producer on Big Time Rush. Um, the director is Brandon Crawford. Which I wasn't able to find a ton of info, but according to LinkedIn, he coordinated post production for several Nickelodeon shows. Um, he's probably not the famous baseball player that mostly came up with my search. And it said assistant director Don Kelly, which is apparently the also name of the f- it's the name of another famous baseball player. I'm assuming it's not that guy, but that would be like a really wild like meta joke if they're like, <laughs> let's just put baseball names now. We run out of guys. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like when they do that stuff. It's it's fun. And James gets to check off performing on live TV. And every, everyone Yay. is really excited for him. And by everyone, I mean the entire cast and crew of the Good Morning Show and Ed Begley <laughs> Jr. and all the security. <laughs> Why are the security on board now? Is the song just that good? Yeah. No, yeah. The woman that was telling them what to do is gone, so, you know. Yeah, it's just like when the when the Death Smash singer died in those vents, and yeah. his bandmates were like, he was mean, it's fine. Like, I, I think maybe when the guy asked, like, permission to use force, he was hoping she would say no, because they didn't want to beat up children. Yeah, unclear. <laughs> I'd like to believe that. I think that would make them more fun characters, but it's fine. Um, they finally let Mama Knight wake up, and she asks how things went, and everyone in the room lies. Yay. <laughs> um, did we learn any lessons this episode? I think that's a good question we should start acting asking as a reflection. Oh. But, um. Well, I... I think that will just make the show problematic. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I guess you could say, like, perseverance in, like, a roundabout way. Like, they did not give up on their dreams. Yeah. But I don't know if this is a good example of that. Insider trading? Good? (laughs) It's just supporting your friends. Bullying people you have power over works because you get what you want? Yep. Um, don't play your DS and drive. That was a good one, actually. Don't game and drive. Um, I'm going to get that on a t-shirt, actually. Actually, don't wake up your mom before she gets eight hours of sleep. (laughs) That's a big one. That's a very good lesson, actually. If a morning show producer, uh, takes you to a special waiting... Oh, producers lie. Yes, that's a good one. Oh, true. Okay, yeah, we did get a lot of good lessons in this, actually. Yeah. Wow. Good... Los Angeles is just one word. (laughs) (laughs) I got that from the beginning. Yes. (laughs) That did kill me. Uh, Yeah, good episode. And I think we're gearing up for uh, big time Halloween. Yes. Is that what they call it? I guess that probably is what it's called. (laughs) It is big time Halloween and um, the Paramount Plus really wanted me to watch it and I had to keep telling it no. (laughs) 
Not yet. There, it, it'll be time. Yes. Um, I do wish it was, it was the Halloween times. But um, it might be nice to get a little bit of, like, Halloween vibes in the summer. I mean, yeah. It's fine. Hasn't felt very summer-like past couple days. Well, it was pretty warm, but it rained a lot today. Mm -hmm. And if you're interested in um, any of our stuff in the meantime, uh, you can follow us on social media. Links are in the description. Haley hangs out in the Big Time Rush Discord. Ashton has a substack where she has some very entertaining writing. Um, I believe it is Trashed in Gay. Is that correct? Yes. Dot substack dot com. It is linked on our website. Perfect. Yeah, keep your eyes out on that because we'll have a special Big Time Rush episode coming out in a few weeks. Our you mean she's going to post? <laughs> she's going to post about Big Time Rush. Very yeah. special. But we'll also talk about it on the podcast. We will never stop talking about Big Time Rush on the podcast. They're going to just keep giving us stuff to talk about. It'll be a special Big Time Rush episode of the podcast (laughs) where we talk about Big Time Rush. Yes. I was thinking it would be, I mean, this is insane, but it would be fun to, after we've gotten through all Big Time Rush content, go back um, and count our podcast as Big Time Rush content and then do episodes about our podcast. Oh my God. Oh no. (laughs) So watch out for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think that 2047. would be absolute stupidity. Oh. <laughs> it would be a bad idea. Nobody would want that. We could do a special bonus episode. Oh, okay. Well, My pants are I have getting... to go. <laughs> Cold pants. Girl, my